Hey everybody, and welcome back for episode 91 of The Path Podcast. I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you've decided to join us on The Path today. Uh, We are right in the middle of a series called This Is Us here at church, just talking about uh, our identity as as the members of Lafayette First, but then also how that connects to our identity in the church at large, and, um, and then also really honing in on what our mission is here, the mission that God has given us that um, that we prayerfully adopted uh, three years ago. Uh, and yesterday we had the, um, the the privilege of having a guest speaker here. James Griffin came and spoke um, and preached, exposed God's word to us yesterday um, from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Uh, and we talked about this idea of uh, spiritual gifts and how uh, when we come to faith in Christ, we are given spiritual gifts that um, are from outside of us. It's not like some talent that we already had is magnified. No, this is something that comes from outside us that the Holy Spirit gives us um, in order that we might use it to serve the church and to glorify Him. So, um, Derek, help us uh, maybe just a little recap really quick of what, what we talked about there in, in 1 Corinthians 12, and then um, we can dig a little deeper on some things. Yeah, so we talked... Um, in this or in this series, we're looking at, you know, what is the church? How has God established that? How do we get to be a part of that, of what He's done, and the fact that the gates of hell won't prevail against it mm-hmm. is is huge. And I, I really appreciate how Jace, uh, James tied that in to the week before, yeah, by reminding us of that. But then also looking at the the fact of the matter is that He builds His church. Christ is the cornerstone. It's on the gospel message of Jesus Christ. But he builds it by using us. Yeah. He builds it through us, by us. And um, and that's huge, you know. Um, God has placed each one of the members of this church to be here, to be used by him, to accomplish a greater task uh, together. Yeah. We had belong class yesterday morning as well, and I hinted at that in that class because it's one of the things we help new people primarily understand. It's that um, assimilation process of hey, come check out this class and help us to let me let us help you see kind of how you might fit and what mm-hmm. God might have for you to be a part of this body, uh, to belong to this family, and to be a part, um, a contributing member of it. Yeah. So we just talked about that the hour prior about how God equips each person. And I always, in that class, liken it to the fact that the church went through a big process to bring me here as yeah. the pastor. But just as important as everybody else as well. So they want to make sure I have all these skills and all these sure. things bringing in a pastor. Well, that makes sense. But it's equally as important to being intentional about helping people anybody that comes to be a part of that. Yeah. James said it this way yesterday. That said, look, if you're a Christian, you're a member. Uh, or if you're a Christian, you're um, a minister. Yeah. Like every member is a minister. And that's important for us to understand that everybody has a job. Everybody ha- everyone has something to do. And our gifts are how God uses that. Um, he gives us these gifts not for our own benefit, but to use it for the greater good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so good. So good. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think um, uh, you, you brought up belong class, and I think it would be really important just to, again, remind anybody who's listening, like, um, if you've been here, even if you've been coming for years, sure. and, and maybe you're asking the question, um, you know, where exactly do I fit in with this mission that God has given the church here at Lafayette First? You can come to belong class. That's yeah. not. It's not just for people who are thinking about joining the church for the first time. No. Um, and so um, just a little plug for belong class. It's a three-week um, There's only two class. weeks left. So. Yeah, there's only two weeks left now. First week was, was this week. But you can come and just take a short break from the normal Sunday school class that you go to or normal connect group on Sunday morning um, and just come and maybe just dig a little deeper and go, oh, well, yeah, there wasn't any revolutionary thing that I saw there, but it was a great reminder for here's how I plug in, yeah. you know? Um, and or, or maybe God opened your eyes for the first time sure. to, holy cow, I have a gift that I need to use to serve him and to serve the, the body here. So, mm-hmm. um, so um, building on that idea of uh, that we are given these gifts for the common good, that um, that was kind of James' point that he drove home yesterday, was uh-huh. that we are given these gifts for the common good of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's some people out there that are saying, well, that's great, and I'd be happy to use it, but I don't know what those are. Yeah. Um, so wh- what are what are some of the spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit gives yeah. um, that we can use for the common good of the body of Christ? Yeah, and I would just plug Belong as well, because mm-hmm. in week three of Belong, which is... Not this coming Sunday, but the next, yeah. uh, October 9th, we will actually help people discover their shape, how God is shaped, and which yeah. part of that is learning your spiritual gift. Right. And in that class, we have this little worksheet that kind of walks through um, a short list of spiritual gifts from Scripture. So you have the gift of administration, sometimes called organization. Mm-hmm. We find this in 1 Corinthians 12. It's the ability to recognize the gifts of others, recruit them to a ministry. Uh, the ability to organize and manage people, resources, and time for effective ministry. Mm. And in, in, a, in a supernatural way, that was something James spoke about several times. It's like, these are not just like talents you might have. Right. Like if your normal job in, in the corporate world is you're a talent scout, you know, this may not, that may just be your talent. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we're looking for the thing that God is giving you supernatural yeah. uh, abilities. And yeah, it's not necessarily going, oh, well, I've always been good at organizing things yeah. ever since I was a kid. That's great, but your spiritual gift is probably yeah. something different. A lot yeah. of times, and I've, I've, I've discovered this personally, a lot of times your spiritual gift <clears throat> is something that is so contrary to who you are mm, personally yeah. that it cannot become you uh, claiming um, selfishness or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. From that, it's it's almost and, and and I'll say that like I think God has gifted me for the role that I'm in right now um, with some things that are not <clears throat> in my nature. Mm. Um, um, if I can preach at all, and that's a, a spiritual gift, it's because God has done that. Yeah, I, I, I was terrified. I stumbled through words. I, you know, I was um, afraid of public speaking most of my life. Yeah, some of those kind of things, and, and and really knew God was calling me to preach. 
And I would say, I don't think so, God. I don't really want to <laughs> right. do that. And then the thing that he kind of whispered to me to solidify that he was calling me, that's like, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You'll need me. Yeah. And I'll be sufficient for you. So mm. um, That's a great reminder. So I think that's yeah. the case. And, and I, I believe that the spiritual gifts God gives us are sometimes for the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those can change. Uh, I've learned in growing up that God gives you a spiritual gift and that's just it. I don't know. I think yeah. he gives it, gives it as needed. And then James mentioned yesterday, Scripture tells us that we should be praying for those. Right. That God would give us gifts and more gifts. Yeah. And we can ask for those specifically. Yeah. So I do e- think- yeah, even if you've taken, you know, there, there are things called spirit, <clears throat> spiritual gift inventories to kind of <clears throat> help you identify what that might be. But yeah. e- even if you did that years ago, it could have changed now. Oh, yeah. Or, or there could be an addition to or, or whatever. So Yeah, and I've seen that, like, in in the roles I've been in in churches, I see where God has equipped me to do those roles outside of my nature. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and it's been different for every role because every role has been different. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that we see, First uh, Corinthians twelve, Ephesians four, as well as apostle. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, you know this this is not this is little a apostle. It's not yeah. big a apostle. Big a apostle is, you know, there were basically a list of them. You know, twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul is considered an apostle, even though he was not initially um, by most, by a lot. Some question that too, but. Yeah. Um, so it's not like the disciples and they became the apostles and they were big A apostles and this is little A apostles. It's still um, a gift being used yeah. today. God giving and, and it follows in the example of the apostles. But yeah. It does. Yeah. It does, but they are still, you know, um, apostles for our day. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, discernment. The ability to distinguish the spirit of truth or spirit of error. First Corinthians twelve, see, we see that. Encouragement mm-hmm. uh, from Romans 12, the ability to motivate God's people to apply and act on biblical principles. Yeah. Evangelism, Ephesians 4 shows us that one. 1 Corinthians 12 shows us faith, the ability to trust God yeah. for it cannot be seen. Spiritual gift of giving, the ability to generously contribute. Just to be There are just some people that having a heart to be giving, yeah. to, to give. We see that in Romans 12. Wisdom, 1 Corinthians 12. Hospitality, 1 Peter 4, 9 through 10. Mm-hmm. Gift of leadership, Romans 12. Gift of mercy, Romans 12. Mercy is the ability to manifest practical, compassionate, cheerful love towards suffering members of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. um, just walking alongside people while they're while they're struggling. <clears throat> yeah. I would imagine like our ladies that lead our grief share ministry mm-hmm. that just started yeah. on Thursday nights. I would imagine that God has gifted them with uh, the spiritual gift of mercy. Yeah, for sure, because they do a really good job of walking through walking through that with others. Yeah, uh, pastoring, uh, sometimes called shepherding. It's Ephesians four. <clears throat> Preaching, um, sometimes called prophecy, the ability to publicly communicate God's word in an mm-hmm. inspired way that mm-hmm. convinces people to change and pursue God. Um, service, 
and teaching. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, a concise list probably. There's there's there are you know, there's a lot that God can do and equip. We didn't mention, you know, some of the sign gifts. Yeah. Um prophecy, but but speaking in tongues that yeah. I I you know, James said I leave that for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that spiritual gift continues. Um I do I do believe it's probably more rare right now in the United States, but yeah. But I do believe that gift continues. Um healing is a spiritual gift mm-hmm. that's in scripture as well. Um I believe that that is still a gift today that God gives supernatural ability for people to to have a a, a healing prayer, mm-hmm. a healing um gift uh, yeah. for a time when it's needed. Um <clears throat> that philosophy of God gives you the gifts when you need it. I think it came from listening to or reading something that John Piper had written. Mm. I grew up in a church that said all those, you know, wacky sign gifts had yeah. had uh, had stopped. Um, the more I read in Scripture and the more I study, the more I think that's probably not yeah. the case. I think they probably have continued. Yeah. Um, well, I know, I know friends who... Uh, or mi- I have friends who are missionaries, like into the uh, into East Asia and stuff, in, in those areas that they say, you know, you want to talk about how praying to cast out demons or uh, having a supernatural ability to communicate with somebody that doesn't happen. It's like, yeah, it may not happen in America, but there are, there are times around the world where things are happening that mm-hmm. um, it, there, there's no other explanation other than God gave a gift for a moment. Oh yeah, uh, and and just because we don't see it doesn't mean it's not true. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So it's um, it, it it uh. But I'll be honest, like I hear stories like that, and that that stretches my. Oh yeah. That stretches my understanding a little bit, and so. Yeah, uh, and I haven't, you know, I haven't experienced, I haven't yeah. experienced the gift of tongues. Yeah. Uh, I have prayed for it. <clears throat> um, because I think Scripture tells us we can. Mm-hmm. Um. I haven't experienced the gift of healing per se, but shoot, I pray like God could use me. Yeah. Anytime I know someone is battling something, right, right. Because I think He could. Um, it's it's just kind of according to His own determination what He wants to do. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's up to Him. Right. But right. it doesn't mean that we shouldn't pray for it or ask for it. Definitely. Yeah. Because He may decide to answer our prayers in that moment. Yeah. But but regardless, it's it's his gift that he gives to us. So I would encourage you to try to find and discover what your gift is. Yeah, you could take a spiritual gifts inventory. It I, I struggle with it. I mean, I think it's a good start. I don't think it's an end all be all. Sure. Because I think it becomes like a glorified personality test. Mm-hmm. However, however, it's a good place to start. I have found. Most of my giftings have just shaken out because I'm trying to be obedient to the Lord, available for ministry, and say, God, I will do what you've called me to do. And then I feel supernaturally equipped to Mm -hmm. do those things in that moment. Like I I mentioned preaching before. Being a senior pastor, I mean, like, I couldn't do this if God wasn't gifting me. I don't think I'm... um, just naturally talented or naturally gifted in that area. Sure. You know, I mean, I think 
I'm the oldest son, uh, you know, got three brothers. I certainly know leadership, but I really, if I'm all, like at the end of end of the day, if someone else wants to do that, I'm I'm cool with it. Like I'm <laughs> not like the guy that's got to be in the leadership seat. Yeah, um, I am, and I will hold on to that because God has given me, and I will guard guard it and and keep it. <clears throat> so I think any any kind of leadership. Uh, any kind of thing that I have that is leadership, I attribute to God doing that in me. Yeah. Um, and so there are others. And I, you know, I don't know, like, you know, I think, like, if I spoke in tongues, that'd be really easy to say, that's definitely God. <laughs> right. Some of these other things, you know, it's 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 hard. But I think you have to acknowledge your limitations and understand that God wants to, to work in and through you to equip his church, to serve his church. And if, if he if you're doing that, he is using his giftings to yeah. help you do that. Yeah. Um, and I love what James said yesterday. It kind of draws in that kind of main thought I had. I thought I thought I grabbed I grabbed from it was that if we want to see God work in our midst, mm-hmm. we need to use our gifts. Yeah. And um, the way you use your gifts is you just get in there. Start working, and the Lord will start using them and equipping you to do the ministry. Yeah. And I would say do hard ministry. Right. Don't just do something that's easy for you. Stretch yourself. Be willing to say, let me do something that's not like just not naturally in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Because God will equip you for that, or he'll show you, I've given you something else to do. Yeah. Um, that's the way I found my gifts. It's just... You know, what gives what gives me uh, excitement in life and what is like draining and mm-hmm. you know those kind of things and the Lord uses that to kind of guide you and move you where he wants you to be yeah I, I think to to build on on the point that James made yesterday was that <clears throat> you know our, the, our gifts the gifts are given to us for the common good of of the church and so in order to figure out what how you've been gifted, you have to be a part of the church. Yeah, those are those are played out within community. Right. Um, and I and I think that um, you know uh, some people would think you know I'm given this gift and now I'm going to go out and I'm going to be the Lone Ranger and I'll use this gift to help people all over the place. And it's like yeah. well, but the, the the testimony of Scripture would be go to the place where you've been planted, use the gift that God has given you within the context of community there where you're at. And um, and the, the thing that's beautiful is that, um, you know, I know James used uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 7, um, but I think it's important to keep moving through that, that chapter because then it gets into that whole picture of how we are in the body of Christ. And so mm-hmm. those gifts are given so that we can plug into where we belong in the body of Christ. Yeah. and. Um, and we're not all gifted the same way, which is no. beautiful and amazing that um, that God says, I'm going to put all these little pieces together. And they're all important, mm-hmm. but they don't function on their own. No. Um, just because, you know, Paul's, Paul's example later on there in chapter 12 is that if a body were made all of eyeballs, yeah. how would you hear anything? Yeah. Or if the body were all hands, mm-hmm. how could you walk anywhere, you know? And, and so I, I, I love that. Um, God through the Holy or that the Holy Spirit through Paul is telling us, you got to be plugged in, yeah. and you you in yourself 
are not you're not the whole thing. You got to yeah. plug in with these other pieces yes. uh, within the body of Christ, and and I think it's a great thing for us to remember because I I, I think that there's somebody who could be listening to say, okay, I, I hear that list and that's great. I still have no idea what mine is. Um, so what what would you say to the person who says, I, I would love to figure out what my spiritual gift is. How do I how do I start that process? Yeah. Like I said, you could come to Belong on yeah. October 9th, um, but you don't have to come to Belong. It's not the only way you, sure. you could do that. You could do that now, but you don't have to. I have a sheet. I have a, um, an assessment tool that we use in that class that I'd be glad to walk with you individually as well. Mm-hmm. But what I would say is find a place of service Plug into a place mm-hmm. that this church currently needs. You can ask me. You can ask Jason. Mm-hmm. You can ask Roger. You can ask Jordan. Where is a place that is needed, a hole that is not filled? Yeah. And could I plug in there? And what you might find is that you do it for a period of time, and you realize this is not what God is calling me to. This yeah. is not what he's equipping me for, and that's okay. Yeah. So then you go to something else. Right. Um you know, we for too long in churches we we plug you in one place and we leave you there forever. Yeah. And people get burned out. Yeah. Especially if it's not where they're gifted to serve. Right. So I would I would say start doing something. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest thing. Yeah. That is the biggest thing. <clears throat> because I think through that process God will mold you and show you and, and he may even equip you supernaturally to do that task yeah. that needs to be done for a period of time and then call you to something else. Right. So, um, And I, I would encourage, too, um, so I know one of my spiritual gifts is encouragement. And so I would encourage you, um, don't, don't default to, oh, yeah, I've done that before. I'll go, I'll go try that again. Um, maybe, maybe God would use this moment to say, yeah, you've done that before, and I and I equipped you to do that. But I have something different that's going to stretch you. I mean, to, to your point a while ago that, um, you know, ministry should in some way stretch us and grow us to depend on God more. And so maybe there's, maybe there's a hole that you perfectly fit into that you are just blind to at the moment because you're like, I, I would never do that thing, or I'm not equipped to do that thing, and um, and maybe this is the moment where God's saying, "Well, but maybe you are. Maybe, let me equip you to do that thing." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I really think that this should be a, um, and not that you're saying it shouldn't be, but this should be a super prayerful process. Oh yeah. Of <clears throat> God, please open my eyes to help me see where it is that you'd have me yeah. fit in here. I believe you've brought me to this place. I'm here at Lafayette first because you brought me here. Yeah. So now, God, please help me see where I plug in. Yes, yeah, got to be prayerful, but don't just pray waiting for him to answer. Absolutely. Yeah, Do yeah, yeah. and pray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone once said, I struggle with little pithy little statements, but <laughs> this is a pretty good one. Someone once said, work like it depends on you, pray like it depends on God. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, again, it's just a pithy little statement. <laughs> sure. But, but it gets to the point that you're trying to make. There's some truth yeah. there in that um, you got to work and you got to do, yeah, and you got to pray, and you got to pray, right? And you got to depend, depend on God. 
Yeah, you can't just continue to sit in the pew and say, well, God, I'm waiting on you to show me where I'm supposed to go. No, no. Yeah, you can't just continue to do that. He shows us, he answers our prayers through our activities, Mm -hmm. through what we're doing. Um, He answers our prayers while we're working. So I I just know it's my tendency to be like, well, you know, I don't want to do anything unless God's calling me to do it. Yeah. Let me pray about it. And, you know, that's great. Mm Mm-hmm. But that also becomes a great excuse to do nothing as well. It can be. It can be. It doesn't always, but it can be. It can be, yeah. So just do both. Pray. Pray fervently. Mm -hmm. But do as well. Right. It's kind of like what I hope to do, and this is just an earthly statement, but what I hope for my kids to do Mm -hmm. is to, what are they interested in once once they're able to start thinking about that? What are you interested in? What do you think your career may be? Yeah. And find places where they can intern in that. Sure. So that they can discover. You know, I remember, like, trying to figure out that, that out for myself. And I knew I was called a ministry. But even that, I didn't know. I didn't know all the options. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was a bread man, a bread delivery man. And my mom was an, is an optician. You know, like, they... they uh, my mom went to college, she, but never finished. Like, they just, they didn't live that world. Yeah. They wanted me to go to college. It was very important for mm-hmm. me to go to college to them, especially my dad, because he was constantly finding new guys that had college degrees vying for his job once he became um, um, in leadership at his company. Yeah. Uh, in a manager managerial position. So he's like, you got to go to college. You got to go to, you know. But that was it. They didn't know, like, what can you do? Yeah. Like, do you do business degree? Do you do this degree? Do you, do, you know, and and at the same time, like, could I if I could have, you know, worked some places rather than just Chick Fil A, which is where I worked at. Mm-hmm. Could I have discovered some things that God might have led me to, you know, or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. But all that to say is, I hope to help lead and guide my children a lot better. Knowing that there are a lot of options out there, yeah. some are, you know, go the route of school, and some aren't. Yeah, and you can still make a great living, um, you know, and those kind of things. And in a similar way, I think, just kind of saying, okay, what are what is the church? What what needs does the church have? Yeah, does one of those interest me? Could I? Could I be equipped for that? Could God be calling me to use that? Yeah, to help build up the body. And if so, and if so, let me try it. Yeah. Let me try it out. And, you know, we are trying to, on our end, we're trying to build this out where <clears throat> it's year to year. You're not like in a, yeah. you know, the three-year-old Sunday school class. From, until from Jesus now, comes back. Yeah. Until you turn, you know, 73 <laughs> yeah. years old or something right. like that. You know, we're trying to do a lot better job of saying, hey, we just need you to commit for a year. Yeah. Um, Check it out. See if this is something God is equipping you to do. If you find joy in it, if it gives you life and yeah. excitement to do it. And if it doesn't, then let's find something else. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's important for people to hear, like, as as your pastoral team, hear us saying, if you try something out and you and it's not your fit, that's okay. Yeah. That's that's totally okay. Let it, But let us help you find where you do fit. And please be honest. Yeah, absolutely be honest. <clears throat> yeah, and, you know, there's a difference between... This isn't where I fit, and I just don't want to do this anymore. Those are two different things. Yeah. But 
Um, but let, let us help you try to figure that out. That's what mm-hmm. we're here for is to, to try to help you figure that out and, and know that we're, we're willing to walk through that process. Yeah. Um, because it's not always easy. Yeah. I mean, yes, there are times where you plug into a hole and you're like, oh my gosh, this is where I, this is what I was created for. You know, yeah. like I love this. And then there's yeah. other times where it's like, I mean, this is okay, but maybe there's a better place for me to serve. And yeah. that's, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. How can we help you? How can we help you figure out what your spiritual gift is? Maybe you already know what your spiritual gift is, and you just need to know where to plug that in. Or maybe you're starting from scratch, and you're saying, help me figure out what God has gifted me to do. We'd love to help you walk through that. You can email us at thepath at lafayettefirst.life, or you can comment right on any of the social medias that we're on. Uh, but we'd love to help you walk through that. Uh, we're going to continue this next week uh, as we, we finish up this series next week with This Is Us. And... Um, we would love to uh, to help you walk through that and learn more about your identity in Christ and how you fit into the mission here at Lafayette First. But until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope you'll join us as we continue down the path.